You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. I assure you, you will enjoy that book. And if you love this show, you can support the show by going to Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Obviously, we don't have any paywalls for this broadcast, so we simply tell our audience if you like the show and you're enjoying it, for as little as five bucks a month, you can support it. No big deal if you can't, but we do appreciate every one of you who participates. And if you love the show, you can also download it now in a podcast format, all podcast formats, courtesy of magical producer Trevor. You just go to bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show, bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show, and you can get the podcast every single day, usually by drive time if you're commuting. So check that out. All right, you guys, good morning. Happy Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Not just another day in America. Not just your normal hump day. Instead, it's the day the New York Times declared war on the Dilly meme meme team, uh, also known as Trump's online war machine. And apparently now also known as the meme militia, which I like that branding. That's solid. Thank you, New York Times. I appreciate that. The meme militia. So we're going to talk about that on today's show. It's a big uh, part of today's show. We are going to play some memes, obviously, because Rob DeSantis decided to do a shitty town hall last night at CNN. They called him the wrong name. They called him Rob, which was fucking funny. And he walked out and waved to the crowd like this. And I about pissed myself. So uh, it was a great night for memes. It's an even better day for memes as we go through the New York Times article. And that's right. I'm going to do something that most people would not do. I'm going to read the article to you in its entirety and either confirm and or refute or provide context for every aspect of it. It'll be a blast. Um, my first and foremost takeaway from this, and I'm, uh, I'm embarrassed to say this, but it looks like it was written by a lazy middle schooler, like someone who took notes but didn't actually put together a cohesive message. It is awkward. It is poorly written. It's ineffective politically. All you're going to do is highlight how fucking awesome we are. I can't believe the New York Times allowed you to write 10 fucking pages without a cohesive message. And without that cogent message, you basically ended up with a writer's opinions of some people without any supporting evidence nor an overall or clearly defined objective. And you threw in that we were racist, misogynist, bigoted, uh, you know, and all the other shit that essentially makes us cool as fuck. So thank you for that. Uh, but we're going to break it down on today's show. It'll be a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Certainly a big shout out to the New York Times. Uh, I know that our views on Twitter right now, uh, I saw the live stream. We are like triple and quadruple our normal viewership. So I have no doubt we're about to piss off a whole bunch of fucking people who have never heard of me. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. With that being said, let's get a little bit of MAGA commerce started. 
So, Mega Commerce is where we have sponsors that believe in America first, believe in President Trump, and believe in The Dilly Show. And what we do is we uh, allow those incredible people to participate in what we call MAGA Commerce. They sell American-made items, goods, small businesses to American uh, America First Dilly uh, Show listeners. And we call that a closed circle. This is why none of you leftist cunts have been able to actually uh, cancel not a single one of my sponsors. As a matter of fact, every time you've tried to call them and harass them, it drives their sales through the fucking roof. So, for everybody who's uh, new to the show, this is LicorishGuy.com. They've been with us almost as long as anybody here at The Dilly Show. And guess what? The Licorice Guy is a family-owned business that makes ginormous licorice. I'm not even joking. It's fucking massive. It is huge. It looks like it could be used as a flotation device in a pool. Though I would not recommend you trying it. Massive fucking licorice sticks. They come in red, red licorice, cinnamon licorice, black licorice, blue raspberry licorice, grape licorice, chocolate licorice, and even seasonal flavors such as green apple licorice. It's tremendous. If you order from the licorice guy, I strongly recommend you get a bundle deal. You'll save a ton of money. It allows you to mix and match on all flavors, and you can slap on promo code DILLY15 and get 15% off. That's promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. Check them out today, licorishguy.com. And our other sponsor of the day. Revenge is an act of passion. Vengeance is an act of justice. Injuries are revenged. Crimes are avenged. Almost a century ago, big pharmaceutical companies re-engineered medical school curriculum and faculty with one goal, putting profit before progress. Anyone pushing back against the medical matrix they carefully crafted was threatened, silenced, censored, financially ruined, or worse. They are the problem. We are the solution. Uh, you're clear to engage. Initials Mike Jill Get Alpha. You're clear to engage with weapons. That's right. This is Vengens.com, a fantastic company. It's not a supplement company. It's a whole food sourced actives company that performs significant functions in your body designed to help you and your pets thrive against a corrupt system and polluted environment. That's right. It's for you or your pets. Totally safe. Made in the USA, made from unique and powerful ingredients that are uh, for supercharged results, Vengens, and what makes them different, uses a technology that had previously only been available in the pharmaceutical industry. The micronization process allows them to give you the world's cleanest formulas with unparalleled 100% bioavailability. The formulas are so potent, you don't even have to ingest them. They can be absorbed right through the skin, so you can take them orally or topically. The three targeted formulas that can be used together or separately... Motherboard, it's not your average immune support. It programs your body to detect and destroy pathogens and prevent future threats. Venzio filters out agricultural, industrial, domestic, and pharmaceutical toxins, 
on a cellular level and it boosts organ performance. And then Ripcord gives real relief from joint pain and inflammation. Uh, it's really an incredible company. Vengens.com, promo code Dilly for 15% off. That's promo code Dilly for 15% off. Every purchase or subscription will get a free half ounce bottle of our anti-inflammation joint support product, Ripcord. Hurry today while supplies last. And last but not least. That's right, new viewers. Those uh, beautiful ladies were my wife and my two daughters modeling the apparel. We have incredible apparel. It's from dirt to shirt, all American. That's right, I didn't fucking stutter. It is all American cotton grown in America, turned into fabric in America, turned into sweatshirts and t-shirts in America, printed in America, sold in America. Dillyshow.com forward slash shop head on over to dillyshow.com or just wait for a little pop-up and you can order your swag today we got tons of incredible uh designs in different uh styles really that'll be out and ready uh for christmas do not hesitate dillyshow.com check that out today all right all right good morning everybody good morning everybody happy uh hump day hump day i guess i'm gonna spend the day fucking the new york times <laughs> stupid assholes okay so the New York Times wrote an article about the Dilly meme team and I can handle a hit piece. I can handle lies. I can handle a uh, fabrications and out of context quotes. To handle, I can even handle a good doxing. But dude, at least get somebody with a fucking reading and writing level above sixth grade to do the goddamn story. The story is disjointed. It's poorly written. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know if Ken wrote it this way and the editors took a hatchet to his uh, final work or if this is just the way he writes. Either way, it's incredible that in 2023, a monstrosity of shit like this was allowed to go to print and it wasn't just a couple of paragraphs. It was 10 motherfucking pages worth of poorly written drivel and we're gonna cover it today 
and I'm sad for them because you missed a golden opportunity. Look, I respect talent. I respect opposition. I respect smart people, even if they're going against me. And it was fucking painful to try and meander through this piece of shit article, knowing that your grammatic, uh, your syntax and, and, and grammatical usage was absolutely horrendous. Not only that, you didn't put together cohesive thoughts. You just sort of meandered all over the fucking place. You mentioned my child support case uh, involving custody, of which I'm not sure if I, uh, it matters, but I have fu uh, full custody of all my kids. I have custody of all my children. And you tried to, I think, take a shot at me regarding something that uh, was resolved and there was greater context, not that you give a fuck, but you just threw it in there all reckless and willy-nilly, to quote Ron DeSantis. It didn't make any sense. You talk about a failed congressional candidate. It was six fucking weeks in a special election, and I usually forget I ran. But you hodgepodged this thing together, and I feel pity because it wasn't a good story helping me, but it also wasn't even an effective uh, hit piece. It was just sort of like, oh shit, I have homework I had to finish and I forgot to do it the last three months. I'll just turn this in. And that's what it felt like. And I think that's the part that's sad is I would have respected and enjoyed a good battle with a, a, a an adversary that was worthy, but this was not a worthy adversary. This was a, this was some fucking dork uh, writer from Los Angeles churning out some shit uh, half-assed and, and then essentially a lazy-ass editor and publisher that were like, ah, eh, fuck it, just run it so we have some content. And I think it, it just is indicative of the times we're living through where there's very little quality anymore. I can handle a quality opponent. I can even handle quality lies. But this was neither. This was lazy and borderline gay. And I don't mean that in like the sexual way. Uh, so without any further ado, I guess we'll just fucking get into it. What do you guys think? You guys want to just get into it? Also, P.S., by the way, and I put this tweet out on social media. When you have given the shirt off your back to so many others, as my meme team has done, creating memes for other people, helping them out, flying in to support them when they're under duress and attack, I have instructed the entire Dilly meme team, and I just put this on Twitter as the show is going already, I am fucking watching, and we are watching, every single MAGA, big boy, social media account that chooses to ignore the attack on the Dilly meme team. We are 100% gonna be collecting receipts, and so help me fucking God, if some of you motherfuckers that claim to be MAGA choose to sit silently by the wayside, we're gonna wait until after we put Trump back into office, and we're gonna fucking go to work on you people. Because we have had the back of a lot of people that we don't like because we understood the greater good and we understood that they were under attack by communists. So if you fucking ignore this, you ignore the opportunity to back up some people that whether you like us or not, you know we're on the same side as you. We're fucking putting your name in a little black book and we will be back. So I'm just fucking letting everybody know right now. I am, I don't fucking roll like that. And I always watch to see who the fuck is because it's not even be about, about being loyal to me or the team. It's about being loyal to the, the entire movement of MAGA and taking on the uh, fake news 
and specifically the New York Times. So we'll see. We'll see who actually speaks up and we'll see who sits quietly by and pretends they didn't fucking notice. We'll watch to see who doesn't retweet or chime in or have a thought on this. We'll see. But uh, here it is. Let's get into it. I'm gonna start breaking this bitch down for the next 30 minutes. A team of meme makers in support of Donald Trump has been flooding social media with posts riddled with sexist and racist tropes. Trump and his inner circle have celebrated the group's work and helped it reach millions. <laughs> racist? They never did give us a single uh, example of racism, by the way. I just want to, right out the gate, I want you to understand, we're going to read this entire fucking article. There will be zero examples of racism uh, referenced at all. There's not a single one. There's none. Sexist, yes, because fuck them. I don't, that's give, I don't give a shit. I don't even believe in that. It's just funny. It's ironic because the most sexist jokes we do come from the female members of the Dilly Meme team, which is hysterical. So here we go. <clears throat> Mr. Trump has helped spread memes that traffic in misinformation, artificial intelligence, and deep fakes. The meme makers are single, quote, single-handedly changing the landscape of politics and social media, end quote, from a Trump advisor. <laughs> Inside the troll army waging Trump's online campaign here we go a team of meme makers have been flooding social media with pro-trump posts riddled with sexist racist tropes donald trump is cheering them on of course ken is gonna go ahead and frame it that way kind of embarrassing but that's all good we understand you're doing your shitty ass job december 13 2023 the video called let's get ready to bumble is a sick a slick mashup of president biden's verbal slip-ups and his stumbles set to a thumping 1990s dance track. And when it was played on a big screen at Trump rallies late last year, it consistently drew laughs and jeers from the crowd. Oh, thank you, Ken. But Donald J. Trump thought he could improve it. Oh, did he? Is that right, Ken? So the former president asked an advisor to pass along a few notes to one of the video's creators. It should include a clip of the president falling off a bicycle, he suggested and another of him flubbing a line in a recent speech. The video's co-creator, Brian Hestad, a product engineer in Ohio who go by, goes by the anonymous handle C3P meme. Gee, thanks for keeping him anonymous, dude. Rushed to incorporate the former president's edits. He was delighted, he said later in a podcast interview, to see Mr. Trump play the new version at his final rally before the midterm elections, pausing his speech to watch it with well over a thousand supporters gathered in at Dayton International Airport. Now, here's the thing. First and foremost, you knew that this guy had went out of his way to try and stay anonymous, and you happened to uh, turn up an old interview where he uses his real name, and then you were like, yay, I get to, I get to dox him legally because it was open source. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not, it's legal. It's uh, classless shit. But I'd expect this from the New York Times. Uh, but that, but that's okay. That's okay. C3P memes doesn't give a shit. Um, you doxed him. He doesn't give a fuck. He was already a legend. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Uh, he's a total stud muffin. He's got a beautiful wife and a bunch of uh, successful, wonderful children. So, you know, I, I, he didn't say this, but I feel like I can speak on his behalf when I say, suck his dick and lick his balls, New York Times. Okay? There you go. All right. So, let's keep going. 
Also, and we'll get into this in a second, this seems to be inferring, it seems to be inferring that there was some sort of collaboration between Team Trump and specifically uh, President Trump, then citizen Donald Trump, and C3P memes, uh, to which I will say we can't confirm or deny it because I actually don't know the answer to that. What I can tell you is even if it did happen, Donald Trump was not a candidate for any political office at the time of this edit. There had been no announcement made for his candidacy at this point. So whether he did or didn't do this signifies absolutely jack shit. He was not running for president at the point that there were requests either made or, or not made. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny that. But it wouldn't have fucking mattered anyway. Okay, continuing. Quote, he had some suggestions. We made it happen. End quote, Mr. Heastan said. Mr. Heastan doesn't work for Trump for Mr. Trump, but he belongs to a small circle of video meme makers who have effectively served as a shadow online ad agency for his presidential campaign, led by a little-known podcaster and life coach. This meme team has spent much of the year flooding social media with content that uh, much of the group, which refers to itself as Trump's online war machine, operates anonymously, adopting the cartoonish, aesthetic, and unrelenting cruelty of internet trolls. Boogity boogity, motherfucker. Cheered on by Mr. Trump, the group traffics freely in misinformation, artificial intelligence, and digital forgeries known as deepfakes. Its memes are riddled with racist stereotypes, demeaning tropes about LGBTQRSWXYNZ people, and broad scatological humor. Okay. <clears throat> Listen to me, you sons of bitches. You highbrow cunts over at the New York Times. I don't know what scatological humor means. I can only imagine, I think this is some reference to poopy memes. And if you're suggesting that we like to share out fart and shit memes, you are 100% correct, okay? Fucking poop memes are funny. It's not our fault that a couple of our fart memes did 2 million plays and that they will easily, easily fucking outdo most of your readership for the entire month of December, all right? So what? Who doesn't like a funny fart meme, you fucking unfunny cunts? God, where's the humor with these people? They, they fucking broad scatological humor? My God, man, shit memes, dude. Also, digital forgeries known as deep fakes. It's a joke, you fucking humorless cunts. What other kind of AI would you be making? Like, I'm being serious. If I'm making a funny joke and the team is making a funny meme and we use an AI to make somebody say something, why would I make them say something they already said that was accurate? That wouldn't be a joke. That would be me just playing a video of somebody saying some shit. This is fucking awkward. Furthermore, I want to go back in the article a little bit. Um... <laughs> This this right here as well is a problem. Uh, and I'm not going to bring it. Led by a little-known podcaster and life coach. What about, I'm, I wrote an art, I wrote a fucking book, dude. I wrote best-selling, but I'm an author too, you dick. You dick. Anyways, all right, fine. You know what? Let's not get caught up in the minutia of it. You guys are, these guys are fucking assholes. Who has a problem with scatolo scatological humor? Jeez. How rude. All right. <clears throat> here we go. 
their most vulgar in invectives <laughs> are often aimed at women, particularly those seen as enemies of Mr. Trump. In one video, the former United Nations ambassador, Nikki Haley's face is pasted on the body of a nearly naked woman who had a much better body, by the way, who kicks a man in the face of Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida in the groin. Yeah, it was a BDSM meme. It was hilarious. And he was kicking DeSantis in the dick over and over again because he's into that. Another depicts Casey DeSantis, the governor's wife, as a porn star. So what? Women with ties to Mr. DeSantis are often shown with red knees, suggesting they have performed a sex act. How do you know they, we weren't suggesting that they were wrestling on carpet? How do you know that we, how are you injecting your sexual deviancy into our benign fucking G-rated memes, dude? If we take a picture and maybe we accentuate the already red kneecaps, that's not us suggesting something sexual. That's us pointing out that somebody has accidentally op you know, gotten themselves a severe carpet burn. In no way, shape, or form did we say, hey, look at her knees from sucking cock. No one said that. We just said, oh my God, look at her red knees. And then you, Mr. fucking writer of the New York Times, Ken Benzinger, you just assumed it meant that they were on their knees, okay? You you sexually, you sexualized our innocent G-rated memes. And I don't appreciate that, okay? Ridiculous. Anyway, these people are disgusting. What a bunch of liars. DeSantis of Florida in the groin. Another depicts Casey DeSantis, the governor's wife, as a porn star. Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. Sorry. The former president and his inner circle have celebrated the group's work and helped it reach millions. Dan Scavino, Mr. Trump's social media advisor, Stephen Chung, the campaign spokesman, and Donald Trump Jr. frequently share the memes on their social media accounts. Haters gonna hate y'all. Since March, Mr. Trump, President Trump, bitch, has posted videos made by the team to his Truth Social and Instagram accounts, which have more than 30 million followers combined at least two dozen times. He tends to share the group's less crude content, favoring memes that feature him in a positive light. You know what? I really appreciated this because none of us kept track of how many times President Trump had put out our content. And we were obviously very excited about it. I mean, who wouldn't? Every time President Trump shares our memes, we, we lose our marbles. But I had no idea it had been over two dozen times. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Has he shared anybody else's work more than that? Or do we hold the record? Does the Dilly meme team hold the record for most truth social posts uh, out of anybody in 2023 from President Trump? I, I think we might. Do we hold the record of most Donald Trump shares on his social media accounts for any particular group? Because that's a lot, okay? That's a, that's a lot. And uh, thank you. I mean, this is great. I didn't even know some of this about myself and my team. So this is, that's helpful. That's actually helpful. Okay, here we go. But President Trump there, fixed it for you, Ken, you fucking cunt. And his campaign have also taken a more active role in the group's activities. What? A New York Times reviewed, a review found, okay? Over the past year, he and his campaign have privately communicated with members of the meme team giving them access and making specific requests for content. What? No, that's not true. In at least one instance, the campaign shared behind-the-scenes footage to be used in videos 
according to the members of the team. That's, that's incorrect, actually. This is actually a total lie, what he just said. So let's go through this. Um, number one, the, the campaign have privately communicated with members of the meme team. Well, if you're friends with people, you communicate. And since we have no business relationship, and since there is no contracts or money being exchanged, and since there's not any instructions being given, yes, friends talk to friends about friendly shit. It's completely benign. But this second part is insane. Um, campaign shared behind the scenes footage, that's a lie. That's actually a lie. The campaign has never given us behind the scenes footage. Private photographers who owned footage gave us some, some clips. Private photographers who owned the materials and people who were in attendance at the rallies have provided footage to us that we were able to use. So that's a lie. This is a lie. I don't think he, uh, I don't know if they're deliberately slandering us right here or if maybe they just didn't understand. Uh, anyway, late last month, President Trump sent personal notes to several of the group's members, two of us, yes, thanking them for their work. It's true, Miguel California and Brendan Dilley, me, received uh, thank yous for our efforts. In September, Jason Miller, a senior Trump campaign advisor, he is, I thought he was just my friend, posted that the meme team was, quote, single-handedly changing the landscape of politics and social media. What's wrong with that? That's just, how is Jason making an observation of what we're doing somehow uh, salacious? Asked by the Times about the group, the Trump campaign on Tuesday cast them as mere volunteers. Well, what, if we're not getting paid and if we're not given instructions on what to make and we do it completely on our own accord, what the fuck else would you call that? Ken Benzinger, I know you're watching this right now. Bro, no one gives us direction. It's the opposite, you fucking dork. We give direction through what we do culturally. Ken, politics is downstream from culture. We started winning the culture back and therefore the political messaging changed. You don't even understand what you're fucking looking at. This is so sad, dude. Nobody, you do you know me, man? Did you watch these shows? Nobody fucking tells me what to say or do. Nobody tells me talking points. Are you shitting me? We are the ones that create the talking points through saving the culture. And as a product of that, it changed the way politics was being done. What a dork. All right. Asked by the Times about the group. Oh, yeah. As volunteers. Yes, which we are. I love this one. Every campaign in politics is volunteers and shows appreciation to their volunteers, said Mr. Chung, the campaign spokesman, adding that the group had done a, quote, masterful job, end quote, of highlighting Mr. DeSantis's, quote, insecurities and blunders. Thank you, Stephen. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Yes. Thank you, Stephen. This group of ragtag volunteers had done a very nice job of highlighting the fact of Meatball DeSantis wearing uh, all kinds of fucking lifts and being weird and wiping boogies on people. <sighs> Excuse me, I'm just getting a little water here. <clears throat> it's hard fighting back against the fake news, having to correct so much of this shit. Viral memes have played a role in the presidential races since Barack Obama's first run for the White House in 2008. 
but the meme team's work, blessed by President Trump, polished and substantially scaled up, represents an evolution with the potential to transport, transform campaigning online. Fucking thank you, Ken. Thank you. Now you actually wrote something that is useful. In an age of social media, the power of memes is rising as the influence of traditional television ads fades. Cheap to make and free to distribute, they are largely unconstrained by regulations about accuracy, fairness, and transparency that apply to television and radio advertising. And they are proliferating just as fewer internet platforms try to police political content. <clears throat> okay, this might be the most concise two paragraphs in the entire fucking thing. I don't even have a problem with any of it. You're absolutely correct on all, all fronts. We mastered the coming uh, changes of campaigning and you're catching, you guys are all playing catch up. Yes, Ken, you are late to the party. You and all of your ilk are late to the party. And by the time you figured out what we were doing, we had refined and mastered it. And now all your base belong to us. Let's continue. This is so great. This next section is one of my favorites. It's ominous, said Saurav Ghosh, a former federal election commission lawyer who now works at the Campaign Legal Center, a government watchdog nonprofit. Mr. Ghosh said the meme team's activities appeared to fit the definition of a super PAC, an entity that can raise and spend unlimited sums to support a candidate or issue but must report its donors and spending. Yet, because the group operates outside the campaign finance system, its finances and funders remain unknown. They're unknown because you dug into every aspect of our lives and discovered something. We haven't taken any money and you're retarded. That's the biggest swing and miss of the whole fucking thing. We're a super PAC with no money, you dickless idiot. Thanks, Mr. Gosh. We don't have any money. Okay, I got motherfuckers struggling out here to try and put food on the table, killing themselves at their jobs and working at night to create content to save America and they don't got a fucking pot to piss in and there is no money, you dickwads. And you know it and you acknowledge it right here. We're getting to that point. Here we go. The lack of transparency creates an avenue for lots of money to be spent in coordination with a campaign and having a serious impact on races without the public having any sense of what's really going on. Yeah, I guess, but except for that didn't happen, so keep fantasizing, losers. Of course the left immediately figures out how to do what we're doing illegally. It doesn't have to be true, end quote. At the center of Mr. Trump's meme militia, thanks for the branding, is Brendan Dilley, a 41-year-old podcaster and failed congressional candidate and self-described social media and political influencer. No, I'm not. You have to pick one of those options on, on Twitter. It doesn't give you, I, I hate that term. Anyway, Mr. Dilly doesn't create the memes himself, but he provides the organizing force and smash mouth ethos driving the crew. Well, fucking A, Ken, I you the best. That's the best line in the whole fucking article. Thanks, pal. That's right, I do. I do provide the organizing force and the smash mouth ethos. I'm having to use my throat spray because I'm getting my throat dry from reading this nonsense. Also, Ken, you really, dude, you could have used any screenshot. You picked this one, you dick. I mean, come on, man. It's my first time in the fucking New York Times. You couldn't pick one 
where like maybe I'm wearing one of my hats so I can like advertise my shit. Although my website's on there, I do appreciate that, Ken. That's pretty solid of you. But dude, I, I don't, it's not a great picture. It's not a bad picture. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not a great picture, but it's like not bad either. You got my, my beard looks fucking flossy. Uh, haircut looks absolutely dapper. Jesus Christ. I'm a sexy son of a bitch. Thank you, Ken. Uh, but still, you could have, anyway, it, quote, it doesn't have to be true. It just has to go viral. He has said on his podcast, Ken, the problem with this one is you can't prove I ever said that. And I'm going to tell you why I, I'm going to acknowledge. First of all, I did say this, but you don't even understand the context because you're a lazy bitch. The context was I was explaining in 2019, you used a quote. I was explaining back in 2019 that in 2019, the way the media was fighting Trump, it basically was, it. nothing has to be true. It just has to go viral. You quoted me in 2019 out of context to try and slander me and make it look nefarious. But the problem is if I wanted to be a shit and go after you, because that entire episode has been scrubbed from the internet, you'd be up shit's creek without a paddle, dude. You wouldn't be able to prove it. All you did was you, you lazy fucking bitch was grab us a, a different article from right wing watch in 2019 that quoted this out of context and none of you have the proof I ever said it. Just fucking lazy, bro. I mean, this is step your game up, dog. I've said way worse shit you could have went after me for. The group's more than two dozen members posting under the hashtag Dilly Meme Team convene in a private telegram channel to share ideas and pick targets. Oh, if you only knew what we did. Many also faithfully tune in to Mr. Dilly's daily podcast where he talks at length about the group's activities, interacts with a small but devoted audience and promotes his 2013 self-help book, Still Breathing, the Wisdom and Teachings of a perfectly flawed man. All right, cool. I don't care. I feel like you're being a little bit passive aggressive, but you are a shit lib, so it makes sense. Most of the meme makers post anonymously. The Times used podcast transcripts, photographs, news footage, and public records to identify Mr. He Stand, who declined to comment. Ooh, boogity boogity. While some members have sizable followings, they have also been amplified by high profile right wing figures. Roger Stone, a longtime friend and advisor to Mr. Trump, hosted Mr. Dilly on his podcast last week, saying that he had, quote, changed the course of history in this country, end quote. The right-wing podcaster, Jack Posobiec, uh, just so we're clear, I don't even think Jack Posobiec likes me. I've tried to be his friend, and he has rebuked me completely. So I don't even think he likes me. So it's, I kind of feel bad that he's being included in an article where... Uh, as far as I can tell, I don't think he, I know he's not a fan of what, what we do or who we are. Uh, and I don't think he likes me personally. So I feel sorry, Jack, that this dude decided to throw your name in here. Anyway, and the internet troll, he's not a troll. Cat turns a podcaster too, you dick, who each have more than 2 million followers on X regularly share the group's work. That's also not true. Jack almost never shares our stuff. Cat turd does. And that's because he's my friend. So fuck off, Ken, get some friends. It'll make more sense. But the team's content isn't just niche entertainment for the profoundly online. Many memes have broken through to the mainstream. You're goddamn right they have, Ken. We're good at what we do. A video calling President Biden, quote, 
a puppet candidate and filled with conspiracy theories about election fraud, went viral in July after Frank Luntz, a Republican pollster, posted his criticism calling it, quote, the most alarming political ad I've seen this year. Uh, it was a meme, not an ad, and it was called If I Were the Deep State. Thanks, Dick. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. In an interview, Mr. Luntz said he worried that such spots would soon become commonplace. Quote, they have figured out how to manipulate the public. End quote, Mr. Luntz said. And they frankly don't care about the consequences. So, okay. Uh, figured out how to manipulate the public. You mean share ideas and humor and make people think a little bit more? You're a dumbass, Luntz. This is why you've been gargling fucking McCarthy's balls for a decade. Anyway, in August, when Mr. Trump was indicted on conspiracy charges related to his attempts to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia, several team members produced a music video targeting the Fulton County District Attorney, Fatty Willis. A Kanye West parody, it used artificial intelligence to mimic Mr. Trump's voice, rapping lyrics that were peppered with racist dog whistles. Okay, he does not give a single example of a racist dog whistle. Not one. He doesn't cite one fucking example. He just says it. Secondly, how do you know that I didn't actually get Mr. Trump to fucking uh, rap that, huh? Okay, did you ask the campaign if President Trump actually rapped on uh, vote rigor? Just to be fair, like if you're going to be a good journalist, shouldn't you specifically cite the fact that we didn't convince President Trump to rap over our song? How do you know it was AI, you asshole? You don't know. Huh? And also, also, what the fuck is a dog whistle? Racist dog whistle? What minority group are you actually targeting with that racist comment? I don't appreciate that. Anywho, let's continue, y'all. We will go through this thing. The initial posting social, uh, on social media by the meme team member, Ramble Rants, logged 1.4 million views on X and was widely shared on other platforms. That's right, because that's how we roll, Ken. That's how we roll. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Oh, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Here we go. Nobody has borne the brunt of the group's attacks more than Mr. DeSantis. Oh, this is fun. Oh, let's see what this says here. Uh, Ron and Casey DeSantis have been mocked relentlessly by the Dilly meme team, which takes credit for some of its insults having broken into the mainstream media. That's right. The meme team has produced hundreds of derisive posts attacking the Florida governor's masculinity, <laughs> demeanor, marriage, and parenting, and his height. It's true. What about his tiny feet? You haven't talked about that yet, Ken. Here we go. <clears throat> The group's members have described the onslaught as part guerrilla messaging aimed at shaping coverage of the race and part PSYOP aimed at the candidate himself. They take credit for catapulting Bootgate, the unproven rumor that Mr. DeSantis wears lifts in his cowboy boots, into the mainstream media. Politico published a 1,400-word investigation into the candidate's footwear in October. They also claim its barrage of mockery is the reason DeSantis wears boots in the first place. <laughs> To be fair, he wears boots because of Casey, not us. We, we never said that. That's a fucking lie, all right? Quote, they all went straight to his head, end quote, Ramble Rants posted last month. The DeSantis campaign did not respond to a request for comment 
Oh, no. You asked the DeSantis campaign for a fucking... Oh, that's embarrassing. Anyway, Mr. Dilley has sworn to destroy the governor's career and make him unelectable, even if he drops out of the 2024 race. That's right. A recent Christmas-themed meme directed at Mr. DeSantis ended with, quote, forever you will be mocked. It's true. We made a commitment, and that's what we do, okay? We make, we make commitments, And we follow through on them, all right? Here's some pictures. Let's get ready to bumble. Dilly meme team work is often cartoonish and ripe, rife with mockery, savaging President Trump's opponents while lionizing the former president. A video that focused on Biden was played at Trump's rallies last year. A recent meme delivered a message to Mr. DeSantis. Another appeared to use behind-the-scenes images of Mr. Trump. God, they're so lame. Yeah, these are the, this is the whole thing. Yeah, these guys are fucking, this is so cringy. I mean, it's kind of awesome, though, honestly. Oh, you're going to love this part, guys. Here we go. Mr. Dilly declined to be interviewed for this article, and the team subsequently produced a video mocking the New York Times. <laughs> Mr. Dilly told his podcast listeners that he planned to hang a copy of the article next to a signed letter from Mr. Trump. It's true. Quote, thanks to your efforts, that letter reads, according to photos posted on social media, we exposed Joe Biden's failures and lies for the whole country to see. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Appreciate that. That's actually decent reporting there. These things all happen. Thank you for watching my show. That means a lot to me. Ah, gratitude and access. Mr. Dilly has been a supporter of Mr. Trump for years. And in 2018, he unsuccessfully ran for Congress in Arizona as a staunch believer in the Make America Great Again movement. Thank you for the street cred, Ken. But until recently, his devotion always came from a distance. It's true. I was loving him from afar, Ken. Today, Mr. Dilly, now who lives, uh, who now lives north of Atlanta, thanks for doxing me, Ken, says he has visited Mr. Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort three times in the past year. Also true. He and his team have posted numerous photos of themselves posing with President Trump, spending time with his advisors, and attending events at Trump properties. Uh, I'm so glad you were able to update that at the end of this article because we were there this weekend. During an episode of his show just before Thanksgiving, Mr. Dilly claimed to be texting one of those advisors, asking if he could join the former president at a football game at the University of South Carolina. That weekend, he and his wife were photographed by Mr. Miller in the governor's box at williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia, South Carolina, along with President Trump. <laughs> a video that Mr. Dilly's wife, Rihanna, shot of Mr. Trump walking on the field at halftime was subsequently viewed millions of times online and reposted by the former president on True Social. Um... I don't know if you're trying to get me business or not, Ken, but you telling the whole world that I sent one fucking text asking to hang out with President Trump at a football game resulted in uh, us hanging out with President Trump in a fucking football game in the box boxes. And then you acknowledging that me and my wife uh, were up there and my wife took video that got millions of plays. I don't know what you're trying to do here, but thank you. I mean, honestly, I, thank you for this. This whole section... I don't know what any of this is worth, but I, I don't know that you could have made me sound any fucking cooler than texting uh, during my own show and asking to hang out with the president and then showing up and hanging out with the president. So I, I, I appreciate that, dude. <laughs> I, I'm so fucking confused, bro. I don't know if you're attacking me or fucking uh, trying to flatter me and get me business. I, I've, either way, it's awesome. All right, I just, it's awesome what you're doing here. It is absolutely awesome. Okay, that was, well done, thanks. We'll get into more of it. 
uh, a plan to avoid a ton of oversight. Because the Dilly Meme team's content is shared on the internet rather than on television or radio, it generally isn't subjected, uh, subject to laws requiring ads to include disclosure about who paid for them. If it goes on the internet, there's essentially no regulation, said Richard L. Hazen, an elections law expert at the University of California, Los Angeles. And without regulation, he added, it's impossible to know who's paying for the content. Uh, I'm going to reiterate again once more for you guys. Um, nobody's paying for it, number one. Number two, thank you for acknowledging that what we are doing is totally legitimate and completely legal. I just want to take a moment to say thank you for completely destroying all the rumors from all of the haters that we're being paid to do this. What we're doing is totally legal. We are not being paid and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. So I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you guys acknowledging that. That's a really big deal. It feels like a big deal. And uh, that's solid. Thank you. Ah, but campaign finance experts pointed to two other unknowns about the Dilly Meme team's operations. Coordination and compensation. If a group is receiving compensation to help a candidate get elected, then it could be considered a super PAC and should be registered and reporting its donors and spending. You're absolutely right. You are totally correct. But we haven't gotten paid a dime. Zero. No money. I sell a fuck ton of merchandise. I've got incredible sponsors and I have amazing subscribers. The end. So you're right. Like, this isn't even a lie. You just can't believe that people love this country and President Trump enough to set aside their daily routines for years at a time to save the country. I understand it. I'd be skeptical as well. But in the end, we've not taken any money. You know that. And now you're just speculating if we were. As far as coordination, I coordinate it. Eat my fuck. Eat my fuck. Oh, Laura Loomer tweeted out and she had our back. Love you, Laura. I appreciate you. That's solid. Thank you, Loomer. Thank you, Laura Loomer. Oh, wow. Jack Posobiec's coming riding in too. Thanks, Jackie. Jack's retweeting the, uh, the meme team right now. I appreciate that. That's really cool. Thank you, Posobiec. Class act there. New York Times, big mad. I shared Dilly meme memes. The horror post the best Dilly meme team memes in this thread. That's solid. Thank you, Jack. That was super kind of you. <clears throat> I really appreciate that. That's that's a that's that is uh that is classy. That's really classy. All right. Right in the middle of the show, I had to stop to say thank you for that. That was classy of him. All right. <clears throat> Here's what we're going to do, team. I got to do some MAGA commerce, and we're going to wrap up this article when I get back. That We're not even to the juiciest part of the article. We're getting there. It's going to be awesome. But first, let's take care of our MAGA commerce. Do 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 do
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What do we got here? Oh shit. You know what it is. It's arcananaturals.com. What do they got going? Let's talk about it. It's a family owned small business specializing in clean natural makeup and bath and body care using only the finest herbs, oils, and other healthy ingredients in, in their formulas. Shit. Yeah. Our products perform better than well-known luxury brands and they're cleaner and healthier for you. Facts. Hashtag even. The Beardtastic Duo is all your, your manly man needs. Get your grooming game on point with foaming beard wash and lightweight beard oil. Featuring masculine scents with hair and skin-loving oils, leaving your beard looking and feeling refreshed. The foaming beard wash cleanses and revitalizes your facial hair, while the beard oil helps tame stubborn and coarse hair to keep it in place. Both products impart a subtle and manly scent. Cleanse your beard and style with this unbeatable combo. And you save when you buy the bundle. Available scents are Herbal Blend, Bourbon Vanilla, Whiskey Lime, Ocean Breeze, Bay Rum. Both products for the special bundle price of just $25. Arcananaturals.com. Promo code DILLY10 for 10% off everything that's not bundled or already discounted. You guys got to check that one out. Fantastic Christmas holiday gift. And you know how much we love and appreciate ArcanaNaturals.com. We love you, Cheryl. Thank you, honey. And our other sponsor of the day, SeaOfMud.com. And uh, I told you guys already this week how impressed I've been with their customer service. Absolutely fantastic company. Uh, it's actually run by a group of firefighters, okay? Firefighters. And SeaOfMud.com. Uh, it's from the ashes of the Alamo to the victory that is now Texas. Sea of Mud is America's rural country personified. This is your one-stop shop for American culture. Our threads are bound to make a statement that is as bold as the American spirit. Firefighter owned and operated, American made with locally sourced manufacturing that works as hard as you do. Fucking A. Seamud.com. You guys got to check them out. They have absolutely fantastic items and goodies seaofmud.com check them out today and without any further ado randy's booty Let's get the ready to the best is yet to come oh, yeah. here we go i'm overwhelmed right now i didn't realize so many people in the maga community were going to get our back that honestly does mean a lot to me. I, I That's really cool, man. That means a lot. Um, I'm all about that shit. And, uh, and that means a lot. Not everybody will do that. You know what I'm saying? That's really cool. What a classy, classy move. Um, look at there. There's just a bunch of them. All right. Meme team, keep track of everybody that is uh, being supportive right now because I hear there's a lot. And I want to make sure that I'm thanking everybody, you guys. Make sure we show nothing. We want nothing but love and respect to everybody sticking their neck out on behalf of the Dilly Meme Team today. Uh, I hope you all congratulate Warlord Dilly and the Dilly Meme Team for getting a full feature hit piece in the failing New York Times today. 
The author knows meme warfare is extremely effective against the Biden regime and few do it better than DMT. Remember, they smear who they fear. That's from DC Drano. Uh, that is Rogan O'Handley. And Rogan's a great guy. Um, and I thank you for sticking your neck out, dude. That shit means something to me. That, that does. That That is a really cool thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, the... Uh, That's cool. I just said, told Rogan, God bless you and thank you for the kind words of support. Um, I am a firm believer and look, we can all have our differences and have our little pissing, uh, pissing matches, but when the chips are down and you see people uh, you know, running in to, to aid you, that's legit. That's where the rubber meets the road for me. You know what I mean? That's, that's, uh, that's where the rubber meets the road and that's pretty, that's Cool. All right, let's get back to our breakdown of this really incredibly poorly written fucking article. Uh, we are almost through it. Bear with me. Hold, please. <clears throat> like many other influencers, Mr. Dilly appears to receive talking points from the campaign. Stop right there. Stop right there. I am the talking points, bro. I can't be more clear about this. Nobody gives me talking points. I'm the talking points. I know this is shocking and it sounds fucking arrogant, but no one gives me talking points. And anybody who's been watching me for years knows this. I'm the fucking talking points. It starts here. And then we articulate it onto social media. I do these long form posts. I articulate it to, the, to, to many people within the MAGA community. I guide and fucking kind of wrangle I'm over here it's like herding fucking sheep I'm the talking points Ken you missed the most important part of this nobody gives me talking points it's I start with the talking points the talking points are then discussed among the meme team and it inspires content from the talking points they then put their brilliance and their political spin and humor into those talking points. We then launch them into the social media atmosphere. After it's been uh, launched into the social media atmosphere, the culture around the political subject begins to shift and change. And as a result, President Trump and his team are able to pivot and message in sympathy with the culture. I don't know how they missed this. Ken, you missed it. It's the reverse of what do you think it is? We essentially prep the soil for President Trump's ground assault. We go in first. We prep the public for the shit posts. We prep them for the humor. We prep them for the attacks. We prep the culture for the shift. And then Donald John Trump and his incredible team come riding in behind us, fucking wreaking havoc. You got it in reverse. It was... And I wrote this to Ken, you guys. This is no bullshit. I DM'd the guy. And I told him, you missed the most important fucking point of the entire operation. And it's the saddest part because it takes away from what the meme team has done. You think we're following orders, dude. <laughs> we were asked not to be aggressive in the beginning. It was the opposite. 
They were scared that we were going to create a huge backlash against President Trump. And it wasn't until the numbers for Meatball DeSantis fucking kept cratering that they bought into what we were doing and were able to safely start messaging in a more professional way, but very similarly. He totally missed it. You fucking missed it. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here because my team is incredible, but you missed it, bro. And I feel bad because it's like trying to figure out what the key to a movie is or a, 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 the one little thing that was most important in a book and you sat through the whole thing or you read the whole thing or researched for three fucking months and you missed this. It's the most important aspect of this. Look, dude, if you wanted to know what comes next, all you had to do was keep watching the Dilly show. But you, you didn't understand what you were looking at. You were staring at your phone screen or your computer screen and you thought you saw the hat or the haircut or the hat, the t-shirt, the, the fucking fun, whimsical background. And you went, okay, podcaster is taking instructions. You completely missed who the fuck I am and what we're doing here. You missed the entire brilliance of the meme team. Let's get back into that. <clears throat> like many other influencers, Mr. Dilly appears wrong to receive talking points from the campaign. He also claims more exclusive access, describing phone calls from advisors to Mr. Trump to discuss memes his team is producing and whether they strike the desired tone. That's a lie. That's a flat out lie. The only phone calls I get is if somebody wants to tell me they were laughing themselves uh, to death and almost pissed themselves. This is a flat out lie. That first paragraph, you better fix that, bud. Because that's not, nobody, whether they strike the desired tone, that literally never happened. Not only that, Ken, that sounds gay as fuck. Like, that's not rock and roll, buddy. That's not rock and roll. Rock and roll is not having some sort of stupid ass meeting and phone call to see if something strikes the desired tone. I don't even speak that way. And I wouldn't let anybody speak to me that way. That's fucking cheesy, bro. You're a fucking square, Ken. In July, one of the group's most prolific contributors, a musician from outside San Diego. Yeah, you, yeah he's only about four fucking hours outside San Diego, you dipshit, named Michael Beatty who goes by the handle California mentioned that Mr. Scavino and Mr. Miller, quote, gave us tons of great video, end quote, shot at a Trump rally in South Carolina. Dude, you just took this completely out of context. He was referring to the video that was posted to Twitter, you dumb fuck. Yes, you're right. California couldn't believe how incredible the video they gave us, meaning MAGA, on open source Twitter, you dumbass. Not gave us as in delivered to us. The videos are literally from Twitter. He was pumped because the video was so fucking good. He goes, look at all the, they gave us tons of great video. This was during a sit down interview here in my house in August. Dude's a fucking, come on, Ken, you're be better, bro. This is just lazy. It's just lazy. 
Ah, here comes my, my very good friend. Alex Brusowitz, that's my guy. Quote, everything they do, they do for free and out of love of country, said Alex Brusowitz, a Republican strategist close to President Trump, who frequently shares Dilly meme team posts. It's true. Mr. Dilly, who in 2019 was found to have failed to pay more than 24000 in child support and interest, says he now makes multiple six figures a year. That income, he said, on his podcast last month comes from a combination of sources. Podcast subscription, true. Sponsors, sales of apparel, true. Life coaching business, true. And streaming revenue from video platforms, Rumble, where The Dilly Show has more than 12,000 subscribers. All right, also true. Now let's talk about that. What was the point of taking a uh, child custody settlement and custody arrangement uh, number out of context and putting it into the story? Did you think that citing the fact that me and my ex-wife had to settle on some shit somehow was going to make me less credible? It's really not even a mystery, Ken. I've talked about it on the show in real time since it was going on. So let me just explain. In 2014, I began taking care of my then two-year-old son during the day because I was self-employed and my ex-wife had to go to a job. And what she did was she said, I will forego child support if you can save me the money of childcare and I can just drop them off at your house. And I stupidly accepted this without filing it with the court. So Monday through Friday, my son hung out with me every day while I built my business from the ground up from my little apartment. And she was able to save money on child, uh, child uh, would you, care. So four years goes by, 24, yeah, four years goes by. She meets a new guy who gets it up his ass that he wants to take my son from me. And they tried and they pretended that I had just simply decided not to pay my child support. It fucking sucked, Ken, to be honest with you. I was a naive fucking individual. And as a result, because she wouldn't fucking admit what we had already had arranged, they ordered me to pay all of that child support even though I had been paying it previously. Like I had never had a late payment and then it abruptly stopped because we had an arrangement and so on and so forth. Now. Let's talk about what that did. What it did was, I paid her, by the way, all of it. No big deal. And all of my kids live with me, Ken. I have full custody of all of my children. And we're on good terms. So there's not even a there there, okay? There's zero issue here. Zero issue here. So I don't give a fuck. I just, what I want to know is, what was the point of putting it into an article because also, I want to highlight something. There is absolutely no shame in two people being so financially strapped for resources during Barack Hussein Obama's presidency that they both had to rely on one another to try and raise a child despite the fact they weren't married. That amount, that back child support amount represents nothing other than the climate uh, economically during the Obama years. And thanks to Donald John Trump and his policies while he was the president, I was able to take care of every penny of that in an extremely short period of time. And I completely transformed my life 
And it's true, Ken. I make more fucking money than you probably in a single quarter of this year than you'll make all year. And that probably stings. But this was pointless to the story. It provided zero context, zero credibility to you or the story because you didn't state anything else. It was just a smear that doesn't even hit because I have full custody of my kids and everybody knows it. They all live with me. And all the time I'm showing, my, my son was fucking pissed. I want you to know this, Ken. My son was pissed that you mentioned this. He was like, what would be the point of it, uh, including that in a political article? My 11-year-old figured out you were a scumbag. He was like, what's the point of including that in the article? It doesn't have anything to do with politics and it's not even telling the full story. My fucking kid figured this out, bro. You should be ashamed of yourself for that one, bud. Either way, good try. I get it. I know. It's a, you're, play, you're playing fucking checkers. I'm over here playing chess. But you tried. You're right. You, you tried. Okay. Let's continue. Now that I've clarified that, if it is not compensated but is coordinating with the campaign, then it may run afoul of strict limits on in-kind contributions, said Paul Ryan, who serves as deputy, uh, deputy executive director of the pro-democracy group Funders Committee for Civic Participation. Mr. Ryan said receiving video footage that was not publicly available could be considered coordination. Yeah, except for none of uh, the footage we have came from the campaign uh, that it wasn't publicly available. It came from private photographers who owned the materials, owned the uh, footage, and had the legal ability to release uh, any of it at their own discretion. So again, you're pissing in the wind. Nice try. Thanks for playing. We own you, you fucking cucks. Memes created with input from the campaign, he said, quote, are just as good as a direct contribution to the campaign and may be worth far more than the 6,600 individual limit per election cycle. Mr. Dilly and other members of the meme team often claim they receive no financial compensation for their efforts. Again, we don't have coordination. We have, we make content, they laugh their fucking balls off and tell us their favorite parts. That's not coordination. That's called fans, you dickheads. Yes, it's true. We have fans. I know this is probably shocking to somebody who has absolutely none. This is also fun right here. We're not done here. This gets even better. Here we go. Let's keep going with this one. <clears throat> Signed MAGA hats can sell for as much as $1,000 on the secondary market. Mr. Dill. Oh, wait, hold on. This is out of, wait, hold on. Ah, sorry. I think this is out of order. God damn it. This is what I was afraid of. Maybe this is the right one. All right, so that's done. Hold on. This fucking thing was such a bitch to grab today. Hold on. Even Bob's upset about it. Um, Let's see here. I don't know if that's the right article. Hold on. Some of this got out of order at the end. Okay. I think I'm missing a... Uh, that's gone. Oh, here we go. I found it. <laughs> I found it, everybody. I found it. Here we go. <clears throat> I was wondering where it went. 
I had to, I was trying to it was out of order. Production on the fly. Here we go. <laughs> Federal election commission records show no payments from any political committee to Mr. Dilly or other members of the meme team. Womp womp. Mr. Dilly has claimed to have received gifts from Mr. Trump. Last March, he posted a video of a box filled with 28 Make America Great Again hats, each signed by the former president. The package was sent by the campaign in thanks for assisting with rapid response during President Biden's State of the Union address, Mr. Dilly said. Okay, so this is where it's awkward. Um, number one, you just cleared our names in that no one has ever paid us. Thank you for that. Number two, the 28 hats were not a gift. The 28 signed hats from President Trump were an award because we had a contest on, on February 6th, 2023. The, uh, the Trump campaign held a contest for who could make the best and most effective memes on uh, that night regarding the State of the Union address by Biden. And of course, the Dilly meme team crushed every other person. There were 24 other people trying to compete and we ran laps around them. We ended up with like fucking five, six, seven million views on our videos that night. We uh, overtook the entire hashtag for State of the Union 2023. And we were rewarded. We didn't know what the prize was, by the way. And so in the video I posted, the reason I'm so shocked is because no one told us what our um, prize was for winning. And so we received 28 signed hats to claim victory for uh, having the best memes for State of the Union night. But uh, please feel free to continue spinning your conspiracy theories. <clears throat> signed MAGA hats can sell for as much as $1,000 on the secondary market, of which none of ours got sold. Mr. Dilly also said he got access to dozens of VIP tickets to a Trump rally in Hialeah, Florida on November 8th, which he gave to supporters of his show. It is unclear how much the tickets were worth, but tickets for other rallies have sold for as much as $1,500 apiece. You can't buy VIP tickets for Trump rallies. That's a lie. I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Trump tickets for rallies are free. VIP tickets are literally, literally something that you have to be given from the campaign as a guest. That's a lie. Trump tickets are free, dude. I've never heard anybody pay for a rally ticket. Again, this is just bad reporting and it's lazy. It's lazy and it might be even libelous actually by saying that. Mr. Dilly has been clear that he is looking for more than just thank you gifts. No, I haven't. Oh, this is the best part. This is fun. This next section is really solid. Boy, oh boy, you want to talk about taking a guy out of context. Here we go. In October, he told his podcast audience that he wanted to use limited liability companies to receive money from Trump donors to fund his team's work. The idea, he said, is to avoid a ton of red tape. That's also not true. And a ton of oversight, also not true, that come with operating a super PAC or being paid by the campaign. If you go super PAC or official campaign, you can, you can get paid, but the problem is, a lawyer has to watch every single thing you put out, and we don't want that, Mr. Dilly said on his podcast in October. What we need is people that we're going to give huge dollar amounts to the super PACs and the campaign to just give directly to us. 
That's also out of context. Not that it's going to stop them. Uh, yes, we discussed starting a production company and having it funded with investors like a normal company so that we could continue to create production level, uh, you know, high level quality content. However, as of the fucking taping of this show, we have not been approached nor have we approached anybody about this. So this is completely out of context, but that's okay. He's doing, but the bottom line is it doesn't matter. I could sit here and speculate till I'm blue in the face about all this shit and it wouldn't make a lick of difference. It, it'd be, I could sit here and go, God, I hope somebody gives me a billion dollars to help Trump win. I even have a bank account to put it in and it doesn't mean shit. None of this means anything. None of this mean, means anything. Quote, we already have LLCs forms, formed, he, uh, end quote, he added. We're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I've had the same LLC since 2013, you dick. I didn't have to create multiple LLCs. I already have a company. The objective was for somebody to capitalize the company as a production house and start creating incredible content and run it as a business. This isn't salacious. It's only salacious because they're fucking stupid. Brett Kappel, a campaign finance lawyer who advises both Democrats and Republicans described that plan as, quote, problematic because it implies a clear goal of circumventing public disclosure as required by the FEC. Yeah, but if, if you're taking that plan as described by fucking Ken Benzinger, well, yeah, that would be problematic, but that's not what I said. This is silly. At best, it's silly. <clears throat> I need more throat spray. Hold on. What a goofball, man. <clears throat> Let us continue. Oop, I already did that one. Hold on. Hold, please. We're nearing the end. Oh, this is fun. You're going to like this next one. This is really funny. You guys are like this. Wait till all you business owners read what this asshole wrote. <clears throat> People can take advantage of those failures of the regulatory system to promote the interest of a candidate without the public ever being aware of it. You mean like George Soros does? Mr. Kappel said. Uh, you mean the way that uh, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook did? Do you mean kind of like the way the entire DeSantis uh, simp army operates? Are you mad that I just pointed out that you guys on the fucking establishment uh, uh, left and right have been doing exactly what you're accusing us of doing for decades? They're freaking the fuck out because they know that I'm basically outing how they did this shit. This is exactly how they operate. And they're mad as fuck that we figured out how they do it. By the way, failures of the regulatory system means totally legal. They hate that also. In that landscape, he added, LLCs have become the tool of choice because they can be layered to obscure both the source and recipients of payments. Right? The Dilly Meme team was registered as a business in July using the address of a UPS store outside of Tampa, according to Florida Business Records. 
Mr. Dilley acknowledged being involved in its parent company, Counter Productions Digital Media LLC, which was registered at the same address in early 2022. He denies having set, said he set up any LLCs to avoid campaign finance rules. Correct. I did not start this LLC. I am a participant in it. I am not a registered uh, fucking agent for the LLC. I'm not a primary agent for the LLC. I am simply somebody who's participating in an LLC that is meant to protect and keep everybody safe, namely from the New York Times doxing all of them and where they live. Totally legal. Absolutely nothing you could do about it. And uh, with that being said, suck my dick and lick my balls, Ken and everyone else who has a problem with this. On his podcast, Mr. Dilly has laid out his vision for his team, saying he hopes to hire all 27 team uh, members full-time through the 2024 election. We need 12 months of everyone full-time working to meme Donald Trump back into the White House while destroying Joe Biden, he said. Right. I'm trying to get my company, which is a publishing company and a production company, funded so that we can work on behalf of the American public and create production level quality content. There's nothing salacious about any of that. Wanting to hire people who have been working for free for almost three years isn't salacious. They invested in me and the Dilly Show and namely President Trump's vision for America. And as a result, I would like to invest in them in my company. Again, there's nothing there, bro. Good try though. <laughs> and that is the New York Times article from Ken Benzinger. And uh, boy, bud, a lot there. You left a lot on the table. You missed a ton of important stuff. Very sad to see you do it that way. Um, you could have actually done something really great. And it would have been a lot of fun to have seen. But you didn't, so. Uh, okay, so let's see what you are, my little friend, and where you come from. Elon Musk. A few years ago, you served Americans in the free speech wars when you purchased Twitter. Now we are facing another war on free speech, one of fake news. The New York Times has now decided to come after us patriot memers who love to make Trump memes. My friends have been making political memes for this country that once was a republic, but now has become more Marxist by the day. For past seven years or more, they have been working for free to save this country and not just for Trump. They do this for God and country. The left just doesn't understand. So we ask you to add a community note to the NYT post at the very least. Better yet, label it as propaganda. Thank you, Elon Musk. Team. Well done. Thank you, Bad Karma. Um, well, let's go to the chat. Chat, what do you guys think? How do you guys feel about the article? Dilly Meme Team going mega viral. 
being attacked for making hilarious content for free because we love our president. They acknowledge that what we're doing is totally illegal. They acknowledge that we've not accepted a single penny. They acknowledge that we are doing this for love of country. They acknowledge that there are no laws or regulations against what we're doing. They acknowledge that I told them that I would not comment on their shitty story and then we meme the shit out of them, which means we're not clout chasing after President Trump. So what do you guys think? I really appreciate them referencing Mike living in San Diego and he's four hours from there. Like think of a city that's four hours from you and they're like, and they're like, oh, it lives in the greater. That'd be like me being like, I live in the greater like Jacksonville area. Like. (laughs) What do you guys think? He did a shit job. I, and, and I asked him, I said, did you write this? This is still my favorite part of the whole article. I, I'll be honest with you guys. It's this part right here that probably had my cockles most warmed. If you ever wanted to know what street credibility looks like, it's the highlighted part right here. This is the epitome of str- street cred. Everybody chases clout using Trump's name. And I could have easily given a comment or an interview to the New York Times. And instead, we were like, nah, bruh, we don't fuck with you. And immediately turned around and started mocking them uh, via meme. Like that, that is, this is quite literally the most rock and roll shit you can do. We'd like to give you a feature and ask you some questions about what you've done. Nah, bro, not only am I not going to give you the interview, we're going to fucking meme you, you bunch of fucking dorks. That's rock and roll. That is about the most fucking street cred shit you'll ever see. I was so proud of this. I was elated, as a matter of fact. And now you know what we're going to do, meme team? We're going to fucking meme the article. That's what's next. You... You go, oh, you did a hit piece on us. That's awesome. Now let's meme the article. Starting with Brandy with a B. Your organization's terrible. You are fake news. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. There was only one thing you could have done. You stupid assholes. The only thing you could have done is pretended we didn't exist. But you couldn't do that because we are dictating culture. And you know it. Saturday Night Live uses our jokes. Greg Gutfield uses our jokes. The Daily Show uses our jokes. You know that we're driving culture, and so you had to finally address where this content was coming from. You should have left my name out of there, bro. The worst thing anybody ever does is mention my name because I'm like the fucking Bermuda Triangle. You're going to send a bunch of fucking reeing weirdos my direction along with curious conservatives you know what's going to happen they're going to hang out for a couple of shows and be like yep these are my people i just found a new tribe they're completely self-deprecating they're fun they're old school and they don't they're not a bunch of uh uptight cunts you're screwed bro you should have pretended i didn't exist but you can't put this back in you can't put this genie back in the bottle now now you have to live with the results 
They're going to live with this result. And it's going to be tough. And I also was an, this was an acknowledgement and a, I believe a, a warning shot to the Democrat party and the rhinos. You all agree we've had a massive impact on the 2024 presidential election. And you also all agree you have no fucking idea how to combat us. Zero. You have no money to investigate. You have no ties to investigate. You have no violated rules or regulations. And you don't, even worse, you don't know how to respond to us because you don't have a team with talent or humor like we do. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. You're kind of screwed. You guys are kind of screwed. Um, that's a tough one. Also, I think the person who's probably most disappointed today was the aging lesbian on social media known as Bill Mitchell. He was promised that if he spoke with Ken Benzinger of the New York Times for this hit piece about me, he'd get his name printed in the New York Times. And instead, even the New York Times knew that the aging lesbian's opinions meant less than dick. He was so excited about being a source to the New York Times that he even posted it on his social media account, gloating about the fact that he had just given an interview about me. And they didn't use your opinions because the aging lesbian known as Bill Mitchell doesn't matter to anyone, anywhere, ever. It's like you don't exist. That's gotta fucking hurt. And as if that weren't enough, you know, the meme team was preparing some, you know, how are we gonna respond to this? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna say? How do we handle it? And so what we did was we spent all night creating a formal response to these allegations. And the response is probably what you'd expect, which is, we just started creating memes of fucking Meatball DeSantis last night and his stupid, ugly wife. Uh, so we kicked things off with a really sophisticated and complicated uh, meme, ultra technologically advanced that nobody could replicate. And uh, rarely have we seen this kind of uh, uh, technology and skill used in something so simple, courtesy of my friend, Phantom Shadow. Let's open up a can of Slight's Beats. <laughs> Because uh, fuck you, that's why. Oh my god, dude. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, that was the only immature one we have. We, all the rest of these are super professional. All the rest of these are, are commercial grade, super pack level memes. Don't worry, Ken. Here you go. Please welcome Uh, Tim Bianco from all right meme team we're all experts here 
What's the cost on something? This this looks this is an in-kind donation, clearly. What what do we think here? We got a is that about a twenty-two dollar meme? <laughs> what, what? Hey everybody. Everybody, this is super. He filmed this off of his television uh using a cell phone and added in free music from a uh, an app on his phone and then zoomed in on his face. I mean, if you put all that together, that's that's at least like twelve bucks. That's like is that like a twelve? Okay. Anyway, we're we're racking up the digits here. This is super. This is a super salacious stuff here. The Dilly Meme Team creates, uh, and it's clearly. I mean, this is my God, man. This is a production company doing memes over here. The super pack level. Designate the cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. So it's not just willy nilly saying we're going to shoot anyone. Thank God it wasn't willy nilly. By the way, this this again uh, this again was. Uh, that's approximately six seconds. I don't know what six seconds worth of content goes for these days, but uh, that's a six second clip. Uh, what do you guys think? Six seconds, $9 maybe, six? Is that a dollar a second? I mean, what are we at? 257, that seems reasonable. I Don't worry, Ken. Hold on. A lot of the more expensive memes are coming uh, any minute now. Like the more sophisticated, technologically driven stuff is right around the corner, buddy. You're going to have that case real quick. Hold on. We have to have all options on the table. Uh, but here's the thing. When they see we're willing to fight back, that's going to make a difference because they've been running all over us. They've been eating our lunch at the border. Okay, that actually wasn't a meme. That's just a, uh, a fucking uh, trash panda who loves gas station food, making another food analogy, okay? That, to be fair, that one's free because that's just a guy standing in front of his television filming a meatball talking about food. So there's no money in that one, okay? That's a free one. So we're gonna, we're gonna not be able to count that one, Ken. Uh, that one doesn't count, Ken, because it's not, there's not a meme there. That's just a guy filming a, a television. <laughs> Hold on, I got another one here. What's this one? in a variety of ways thanks rob we're gonna be take a quick break we'll be right oh fuck oh no oh bro that's not a meme that was just mean jake tapper that was the meanest thing i've ever actually seen anybody do to another human being in live television you <laughs> fuck this is the saddest shit i've ever seen in my life and in a variety of ways thanks rob we're gonna be take a quick break we'll be right fuck absolutely devastated my god slow it down dilly slow it down and in a variety of ways thanks rob we're gonna be take a quick break we'll be right Fuck. Not Rob. You called him Rob in front of America? And then cut to commercial so he couldn't correct you? <laughs> Fucking mean, dude. That was mean as fuck. 
That was, look, I'm mean. That was fucking mean, bro. We, we coined the Rob thing. I, I told everybody on this show in late January, early February that we would, we would literally create him as Rob DeSantis and no one would know the difference. And 10 months later, Jake Tapper on live television in CNN in a town hall called Governor DeSantis Rob in front of the whole country. Oh, that's a kill shot. There ain't no coming back from that. And in a variety of ways. Thanks, Rob. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right. Fuck. Bro, the fucking devastation. He was like. He fucking called me Rob, didn't he? Shoulders were all slumped over. Called me Rob. Thanks, Rob. We're going to take a break. Not even Governor DeSantis. Not thanks, Governor DeSantis. Thanks, Rob. Yep. Yep. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that wasn't a meme. I, we can't be charged for that one. That also doesn't violate any FEC rules by just pointing out the fact that he called him Rob. What about this one? Are also in the audience tonight, but they're not going to get to ask any questions. We have asked everyone here. Whoa. What's up, Browse? Casey knew they were screwed. She knew. Also, that was open source video. Uh, again, not an expensive video to make. Filmed with the phone on a television. Nobody else would have published that. That's not production quality. I'm going to say like maybe $3. Sorry, FEC. I guess you could try, but you know, good luck. In a variety of ways. Thanks, Rob. We're going to take a quick break. Thanks, Rob. 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 Jesus, Leah. What the fuck, Leah? Do you know what that was the equivalent of? Okay, listen to me. I understand it's social media, but you ever seen in like a movie where a guy finally gets his vengeance with the enemy character and takes a big fucking knife, jams it into his stomach, and then like does one of those numbers where he like starts yanking it all the way up, breaking the, the fucking sternum, and he's just going for the jugular from the gut? Like, Leah, that was the meanest shit you've ever made. It was like knife in tummy and just that was that was 
fucking brutal. Ah. Oh. I I don't know what to say. How did you upset Leah Memes this much, Rob DeSantis? What could you have done to this sweet, sweet uh, woman to make her this angry at you that she would make something so horrifically mean? It's so mean that I'm going to play it again right now because it's really funny. And fuck you. In a variety of ways. Thanks, Rob. We're going to take a quick break. Thanks, Rob. 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 Dude. Okay. All right. I uh I'm gonna be honest with you. That one probably should be posted by President Trump. That is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Bro. That was really mean. That was really good. Good job. Way to be extra mean. Uh, that was super mean, uh, Leah. <clears throat> you guys are probably wondering how I'm handling, uh, you know, the New York Times coming after me and my family, uh, trying to smear me as a deadbeat dad, and, uh, you know, how I'm coping with these lies from them. And I, I do have an answer, and, and I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to put it in a meme form, courtesy of my friend, not a bot. So that's kind of how I feel right now. <sighs> Thanks, Rob. What's this one? And in a variety of ways. Thanks, Rob. We're gonna be take a quick break. We'll be right. Oh yeah, that's that's. I didn't mean to play that again. That was an accident. I'm not trying to pile on on DeSantis. That was that was probably one of his lowest moments in television history. I'm not trying to pile on. That was an accident. I accidentally hit it. I didn't know what the video was, okay? I didn't title it. I got it confused. I didn't mean to play it again. Okay? It was an accident. That's, I'm, I'm serious. Hey, listen. There's a lot of new people watching The Dilly Show for the first time right now. I don't want anybody to think I'm an asshole that would pile on a, a fucking meatball. You don't kick a meatball when it's down, okay? The meatball is down. I didn't mean to kick the meatball just now. It was an accident. It was more like if you tripped over a soccer ball, Okay? I didn't mean to kick the meatball. It was an accident. I didn't know what the clip was. I'm not deliberately playing the clips that most make him look like an idiot. It's an accident. I do my own production here at the show. I also host live on the air while reading the chat, okay? I do a lot of things. It's easy to get confused. It's easy to play the same thing twice. It's easy even to play it three times. In a variety of ways. Thanks, Rob. We're going to take a quick break. Thanks, Rob. 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 That happened again. That wasn't intentional. That was an accident. That was an accident. I didn't mean to do that again. Leah, is that on Twitter yet, honey? Can I embed that? Is that... Leah, where exactly is that? Is that on Twitter? Have you have you put that on Twitter to ruin his day yet? I need to know if that's on Twitter. 
Because I need to embed that and tweet out, thanks, Rob. Like, I need to do that right now. It's very important. I have to stop the show to do this. I'm going to your Twitter page. Is this on your page? I will assume you already put it on your page. Oh, good. There it is. I'm embedding that. Thank you. Because that was horribly mean, and I want to make sure people understand who they're dealing with around here. Plus, everybody's looking at my page right now, trying to figure out who the hell we are. Thanks, Leah. I just posted it again. That deserves more recognition. That's horribly mean. It's like one of the meanest things you've ever done. There we go. I feel like that went well. All right. <clears throat> oh, by the way, as if it's not enough to like, I'm not trying to pile on, but I mean, it just sort of happens naturally for uh, Team Meatball. Um, you're getting fucking bodied uh, all over the place. I mean, even 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 this. I mean, you you're getting killed. This is New Hampshire. You you're in fourth place in New Hampshire, buddy. You're going to get caught by Ramaswamy, which would put you in a tie for last place with Ada Hutchinson. Asa? Asa Ada? Ada uh, what's his name? I don't even know. All I know is you're getting destroyed. Um, YouGov also did a, another poll. I mean, this is bad. Team Meatball along with Team Biden shitting its pants because you're getting boat raced. Trump and Biden dead even according to the YouGov poll. Uh, Trump up by 46 on DeSantis. I mean, this isn't, that's, that's over. That's, that race is over. You got nothing left there, chief. Might as well pack that shit up and head home. You're not winning shit. Uh, Wisconsin primary. I'm still trying to figure out which state team DeSantis thinks they can win. Um, I don't see it. I don't know why you thought you could win at anything. Uh, you're a failure. <clears throat> Wisconsin GOP primary, Trump up 38 on DeSantis. I mean, what are we doing here, Team Meatball? What are we doing here? But you're not alone. Let's take a look at what's happening according to the uh, polling done uh, in reflection of 2020 compared to 2023. Among independents, Trump was uh, down 57 to 36 in the general election to Biden with independent voters. Fast forward to 2023, and it's a massive 26-point swing Trump's direction. You're fucked. Meatball, fucked. Biden, fucked. Deep State, fucked. GOP establishment, fucked. Fake news media, fucked. Rob DeSantis, totally fucked. In a variety of ways. Thanks, Rob. We're going to take a quick break. Thanks, Rob. 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 Thanks, Rob.
would your coworkers, peers describe you? As somebody who never gives up. We never give up. We can never give up, right? Never. Yeah, what can I say? We take our marching orders from the boss without him actually telling us anything. We just listen and go, oh, he says never give up, guys. Keep going. Keep going, everybody. Okay, keep going. I really can't thank the Dilly Meme team enough for what you have done. Your selfless act of patriotism, the risk of having these deep state scumbags and leftists dox you, destroy your lives, rob you of your, uh, your, your right to work, your, your ability to post on social media, intimidate your children, intimidate your spouses and friends and family, and yet you continue to persevere and overcome, and I commend you for that. God bless you. You are incredible Americans. Um, I, I, I am in total debt to you guys, and it's been an honor to be able to lead you, and it's been an honor to call you my friends, and I appreciate each and every one of you, so... What else can you say? What else can you say? Uh, kind of a wacky day. Kind of a wacky day. It really, it's amazing how different this is than what I thought it might be years ago. <clears throat> the uh, New York Times hit piece uh, has essentially etched the Dilly Meme Team's name in the his history books. Because you really haven't arrived until the New York Times dedicates a 10-page, slanderous, libelous, fucking desperate, terrified article to just your team. This wasn't about internet trolls in general. It wasn't about the collective internet. It wasn't about the GOP, the RNC. It wasn't even about the Trump campaign. It was about you, the Daily Meme team. And you did that because you're that fucking good. You're that talented. And I believe in what you do. And I'm proud of what you do. And uh, I'm honored that we uh, are getting to play our role in history together. It's fun. And that's what this country has to get back to. You got to get back to some levity. You got to be aggressive with shit you actually believe in. And you got to be willing to laugh at yourself with shit that's not that serious. And that's something that we've been trying to do to bring back to this culture. It's also important to understand that both the left and the right paradigms are broken and managed by power-hungry cunts. You're an American. It's time to start acting like Americans. Americans don't fall to their knees for any ruler and sure as fuck not for any party. We are all about America. America first, American patriotism, American workers, American families, American babies. It's about America, and that's something we're going to continue to fight on behalf of, and I hope you all join me every single day here on The Dilly Show, as well as in the Twitter sphere, now known as X, at Warlord Dilly, you can find me, or you can follow the list on my account for the entire Dilly meme team. God bless you, God bless America, and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then... Let's keep taking it all back. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be good. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. 
I'm not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.